on this week's Talking with Topher. So what is the problem with this? You know, if it's ruining our lives, we don't notice it. Chris is dead. And he's not coming back. Being an alcoholic and being blinded by my disease um, caused me to make decisions that were not smart. What's happening, everybody? It is so good to be back. Oh, man, this is great. Thank you so much, everyone out there, for subscribing. Thank you so much. I love seeing the new subscribers. It's amazing. And thank you to all my subscribers. I greatly appreciate all of you. You are the reason I keep coming back here week after week. Make sure you give a thumbs up for all the videos and leave comments. That helps push this thing out into the algorithm and it helps me make it bigger and bigger. So go ahead and do all of that. I appreciate it and always. I'm so thankful for all of you. If you're new to the podcast, you need to be subscribing. That's right. Maybe somebody sent you to Linktree. Maybe you're checking it out for the first time. Maybe it showed up in your feed and you're like, what is this? Well, subscribe, 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 subscribe. All right. Click that subscribe button. It's the most important thing you can do for me. This is free for you. It's not free to do. So go ahead and smash that subscribe button today, today. And if you want to get more involved with the podcast, yeah, you want to tell your story? Well, I'm here. I want to listen to it. So send me an email, T-A-L-K-I-M with Topher at gmail.com. That's talking with Topher at gmail.com. It's the official email of the podcast. Just type out, send a video or a audio um, in that email, however you want to do it. Keep the audio video under 60 seconds and send it on over to T-A-L-K-I-M-Wittofer at gmail.com. That's right. You want to get your story out there or maybe you've heard a story that just needs to be heard. Let's tell it together. All right. T-A-L-K-I-M-Wittofer at gmail.com. That's talkingwittofer at gmail.com. The official email of the podcast. Um, and then, of course, Linktree. That's right. The Linktree link right here. Right here. Here? No, it's in the description below the video. You can't copy and paste what's on the screen right now. Go to the uh, description below the video, copy, paste, click, send it to people. That is full access to everything. TWT. It's just that easy. Click the link. Go check out everything I'm doing, social media, all the podcasts, uh, platforms. Of course, uh, there's audio, there's video, there's so much going on all the time, shorts, uh, rumble. So go ahead, click this link tree right here. It's going to give you access to everything, TWT. And now, let's get into today's episode. Well, it is a beautiful beautiful day. I love seeing the sunshine. It makes me smile. It makes me happy. I've got notes and uh, I'm just, I'm in a good mood. Um, you know, I, I think I say this too much, but it's fine. I am just dealing with so much going on. 
my position is growing and growing and growing. And, you know, I, I have so many people to be thankful for in my life. Um, you know, uh, so many things have happened and I've, I've, I have made so many people, well, angry with me, hate me, um, just, you name it, I did it, right? Uh, being an alcoholic and being blinded by my disease um, caused me to make decisions that were not smart. And unfortunately, a lot of those decisions that I made hurt people. And one thing I'm always thankful for are the people that are still in my life today that were in my life when I was that, uh, ooh, I'm rolling around, when I was that drunken fool. Um, So, you know, I have, even though I've gotten myself to where I am today, and I said last week, um, you know, I can't push the people that I love so much that it causes an argument every time because it's just not a fight I want to have every single day. And then I go and say that I have people in my life that pushed me over and over and over and over again until I quit. And even though this is true, it wasn't because I didn't quit for them, right? I ended up finding out what I needed to do for myself, and then I had to quit myself. But I do believe that a lot of what they were saying was in the back of my mind, but sometimes I would use that as fuel to, like, push myself in the wrong direction. You know what I mean? Um, and and I am very thankful for all the people, you know, my, my parents and my sister and all my friends. I'm happy, and I'm, I'm thankful for all of them. Um, but... I just wanted to make sure that I wasn't speaking ill of any of them either. Not that I think having those tough talks with the people that you love is worthless. It's just how many, how much time do you want to spend in an argument with somebody who doesn't want to better themselves at that moment in time? And eventually you get to a point where some people push away, right? And I know my friend, my friends were like, you know, you, you got to do this. It's, it's going to be good for you. You got to stop doing it. You can't do it around me. And that, that caused me to go all different types of roads, right? It caused me to um, uh, pull back. It caused me to stop hanging out. It caused me to hide myself. It caused all kinds of things. But I never wanted to stop drinking because they were asking me to. So even though. I've had friends and family who have pushed and pushed and pushed and pushed. Some gave up, but still stood by my side. Some disappeared. Some got angry. And some just kept saying it over and over and over again. Look, no matter what they're doing, all they're doing is thinking about you and that they love you and they care about you, especially for me. That, that's, that's what I understand now. But when we're under the influence, we do not understand that. We don't understand it. We can't even fathom it. 
It doesn't make sense to us. We're like, why do you keep bothering me? I want to do what's making me happy. So what is the problem with this? You know, if it's ruining our lives, we don't notice it. It's not like I'm sitting there going, oh, I completely see what they're talking about. No, I'm blinded by the alcohol. I'm blinded by the drug. So therefore, I can't see it. I can't see it. And when I can't see something, you know, I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing. Um, So even though I am thankful for all of them today, right, because I'm a different person, I see things through a different lens. And um, I wasn't thankful for them back then. They annoyed me. They angered me. Um, I didn't want to associate with them. And that was okay because most of the time they didn't want to associate with me when I was drinking. But I, but today I, I have made some apologies to people. Um, I will let you know that 60% of them, uh, declined my apology, which is another hump you have to get over and realize that that's going to happen. You know, when you make bad decisions, and you can't see that they're bad decisions, then you're going to run into a problem later on when you're trying to get better, trying to get sober, trying to do whatever you're trying to do to not be the person that you are or were. Um, People are going to have the capability of denying your apology. They don't have to accept it. They don't have to accept you as you are, you know? Um, but I just, I wanted to clarify that just a little bit because I was listening to last week's, well, I obviously, I had to edit it and everything else. Um, but you know, I was, I was like, man, I, um, basically made it sound like, um, I never have that conversation anymore or, um, I, I, I learned, I, I grasped what they were telling me and, I didn't. It wasn't that easy. It's never going to be that easy. Okay? It's just not. Um, But now, I understand where they were coming from. Now, I get it. Now, I can see it. And before, I just couldn't. So, I am thankful for them. I'm very appreciate. I, I appreciate all of them. Um, and, 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 and I just hope that... For everyone else who didn't accept my apology and for all the people that are still in my life today, the only thing I can control is how I act and behave from here on out. And I'm just hoping by the time I get alcohol further and further behind me, they'll all understand that this is the person that I am now. Chris is dead, and he's not coming back. And I think when some people realize that, oh, he really has changed, it's really not going to happen again, um, or the chance of it happening again has really declined, um, that's what I'm, I'm, I'm hoping for that next. That'll be, you know, probably in another three and a half years, you know? So um, I do believe once I've got a decade behind me that I will have fully become the person that I've always wanted to be. 
And I'll just have to maintain that person. I mean, addiction's a monster. I feel like it's always going to be in the back of my mind, and I'm going to have to be aware that it existed and still exists. Um, But that's why I do what I do, and that's why I talk about it, because it makes it that much easier for me to deal with it. I, I, I literally am one of those people who has to do something, right? Project, yard work, doesn't matter. Everything. And I have to talk my way through it because for some reason, and this is what made ServeSafe so difficult for me to take when they told me I could not read the questions out loud. Even in jujitsu, my professor will go through the motions of a technique and I will literally sit there with my partner. Okay, knee up here, elbow here, switch position, go here, pull the leg. Leg over. Now we're in mount. Make sure you get your hooks in. Sprawl out. It's 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 always me verbalizing out loud, and I always have to apologize to the person that I'm working with, but it's just the way I learn. I don't know what it is. Um, I don't know if I'm retarded, but <laughs> sometimes I really do think so, and that's fine. You know, we all got our little things that we think everybody's like, oh, uh, why is he doing that? Or why is this person doing that? You know, but it's not, we don't have to be embarrassed by the way we learn. It's just the way we learn. It's just the way I learn, right? I'm not, I don't have to be embarrassed by that. You know, I just apologize because sometimes I'm just, I'm talking and maybe they want to, maybe the person that I'm working with doesn't learn that way. They learn by feeling. And so they're just feeling me out to understand the move themselves and maybe by me talking, I'm distracting. That's what I'm thinking of. And, and, and so I'm not really embarrassed by it. It's just that I don't want to inconvenience somebody else's way of learning because mine is just so overwhelming and it's all always out loud. Um, but, you know, as for um, having those conversations and uh, always, always just... Beating that dead horse, you know, friends, family, wife, siblings. You got to learn to eventually let it be. Because once you let it be and the person realizes that you don't, it's not that I don't care, right? I care. And I know they cared for me. But it, Like my mom said, I had to eventually let go of the idea that you were ever going to get sober because no matter what we said or did for you, you didn't change. And when I finally changed, my parents were super thankful, but they were also like, well, maybe it was because we didn't say anything anymore. And it's possible because you keep grinding that edge. Eventually, you're going to run out of metal, right? You can only grind an edge and get it sharp, and then that's it. You got to stop grinding it. But if you keep grinding it, you're going to have no knife left. So why do that? 
sharpen the knife, and then allow them to use it to cut. Right? Don't, 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 don't get so involved that it's, it's everything to you and it's an everyday event because I'm telling you right now, not only is the person that you're doing that to going to get tired of it and upset by it and it's, it's going to cause fights, but also you're going to start to get tired of it. I started getting tired of it, right? So I just, I wanted to just elaborate on that a little bit further and um, also um, show my appreciation for everybody out there who has uh, stuck by my side. Um, you know, September's around the corner, and I know nobody wants to talk about it, but, you know, it's, uh, it's, 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 you know, four months away, and, you know, I'm, 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 I'm itching, itching for that, for that next half a year to click so I got you know seven under my belt and it's just it's it's so exciting to think about um as of right now uh this is what is it it's May 5th or something I think it's 5th right is this Cinco de Mayo I think so I don't know it doesn't mean anything to me I don't drink anymore don't care and when I did drink I didn't care anyways as long as the day ended in Y I was drinking I am, what, three weeks now? Three weeks off of vaping. Um, and so I'm looking forward to the 14th. The 14th of the month will be one month. Because somehow I quit alcohol on the 14th and I quit vaping on the 14th. And then my goddaughter was born on the 14th. So something about that day keeps sticking. I didn't even pick it. I'm on. I I'm honest. I I didn't even pick it. I just went. I'm done vaping. Went down to the calendar, circled the date, wrote no more vaping, and I was like day number one. And I went, oh shit, how did I land on the fourteenth again? So I don't know what it is about that day of the month, but it seems to be my day to quit whatever I'm trying to quit. <laughs> I found that to be funny, too. It was pretty ironic. Um, let's take a quick break so I can tell you all about slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com. That's slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com. You're not sure how to spell it. It's right here at the bottom of the screen, or you can click the link in the description below the video. And now before you check out, put in T-O-P-H-E-R and save 10% off your entire purchase today. And it's May, it's beautiful out, and it's time to get outside. And it's time for some new clothes, too. So go to slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com today. And not only do they have clothing, but they have towels and wallets and pillow covers. And they have leggings, socks, pins, hats, and outdoor gear. That's right. Beach towels, skateboards, and so much more to offer at this amazing, amazing website. Uh, these guys kill it. They just did a Timmy B collab where they have all brand new clothing that was collaborated with Timmy B right now. Uh, you gotta go and check it out. You can, you can. I'm gonna put the link in the description below, um, but you can go and check them out on uh, Instagram at Slow Down Clothing. All right, you can go there. They also have uh, a kids page because they have many 
kids' t-shirts to pick from, and also all of these t-shirts hold up wash after wash after wash. It's made out of some of the most comfortable cotton I've ever worn, and these products are amazing. So you need to go to slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com today. That's right. Go today to slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com. You can get there by clicking the link in the description below the video. And before you check out, put in promo code T-O-P-H-E-R and get an extra 10% off your entire purchase. So go to slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com today and let TWT save you some money. And I'm back, everybody. All right, so let's get into some Topher's topics today. This one is wild, everybody. It is wild. And so Sheila Keen Warren pleads guilty to shooting husband's first wife in 1990 killer clown case. So this woman dresses up as a clown, goes to the the guy's uh, house, the wife answers the door, she guns her down, right? Then runs off, now that minds you, 30 years ago, then comes back, sees all the commotion, acts like, what is happening? Befriends the husband, gets in close, and then marries him. It was the whole plan. Isn't that insane? And she dressed up as a clown. Why were you answering the door as a clown? And why, you know what I mean? So I want to watch the video. I thought this was wild. Wild, wild. What a crazy bitch. It's August in bucolic Abingdon, Virginia, where violent crime on a scale from 1 to 100 is a lowly 13. Sheriff Fred Newman receives an unexpected call from his counterpart in Palm Beach County, Florida. Our agency received a call in regards to the murder of an individual that occurred back in 1990. Not just any cold case, Sheriff Newman is told, but an infamous murder that made headlines in South Florida. I've been sheriff of our county for 18 years. We have never encountered any type of a, uh, of a murder of that nature. Florida authorities want the sheriff to track down the key suspect, that woman known locally as Debbie. Of course, Debbie is none hmm. other than Sheila Keene, now married to Michael Warren, the husband of the murder victim. They live in a very upscale uh, neighborhood. They have a very low profile. Uh, they. I guess sort of flew under the radar if you would. But the sheriff and his deputies are zeroed in on Sheila now. And just last month, on September 26th, a trap is set after the Warrens are spotted leaving their home in their Cadillac SUV. The vehicles were strategically placed along various uh, locations uh, and observed the, uh, the black uh, Cadillac Escalade. Uh, as it was traveling. And just as the Warrens are returning, the trap is sprung. The couple's Escalade stopped and surrounded. As her husband Michael looks on, Sheila is placed in custody. I did not uh, notice any uh, thing as from the standpoint of being distraught. Um, somewhat surprised, I guess, if you would. I think reasonably calm for the most part. She was placed in one of our patrol vehicles, handcuffed, uh, and transported to the regional jail. Sheila Keen Warren, not only with a new last name, but a new hair color, blonde, 
charged in the murder of Marlene Warren. Another photo of the accused killer clown oddly showing her smiling while in custody. Uh, Reminiscent of this mugshot taken when she was 21, convicted for shoplifting. When the case went cold, a lot wow. of people forgot about it. Uh -huh. Did it ever go off the radar for investigators? No. I can tell you right now, we probably have 300 cases that are unsolved, cold cases. None of them are off the radar. Police in Florida arresting a female suspect. Sheila Keen Warren was arrested last night, accused of shooting Marlene Warren in the face. She remained on the run for 27 years. Sheila Warren's arrest makes headlines nationwide. The sheer novelty of a cold case involving a killer clown seemingly cracked after 27 years proves to be a huge, irresistible story. Detectives always suspected Sheila but couldn't prove it. The burning question? Just how do authorities say they cracked the case that has vexed investigators for nearly three decades? Yeah. They say the breakthrough was through something that didn't exist back in 1990, sophisticated DNA testing. Hmm. We were able to uh, do that um, with new technologies and DNA, and we were able to complete the puzzle. How confident are you that you have the shooter? 100%. 100%? No doubt. When you're talking DNA, they will be able to tell you that it's you to the exclusions of millions and millions of people, all right? Plus, the area that this was captured in can only be what the perpetrator was involved in. While wow. authorities are intentionally vague on exactly what they tested and how, remember back in 1990, investigators reportedly found orange fibers, possibly from a wig, and hair in that Chrysler LeBaron believed to be the getaway car. If they found hair, the statistics are basically one in 10,000. If they found blood, great. That would give you a slam dunk because you would end up with statistics of one in trillions. Can you really go back 27 years and test evidence for today's DNA technology and make a case? Yeah, without yeah. a doubt, as long as DNA has been preserved, right. cold and dry, cold yep. and dry, the testing has gotten so incredibly sensitive, so specific, there's no way out. I mean, they're going to get results. Back in Abingdon, Virginia, mm. shock and bewilderment after that friendly neighbor, Debbie, is charged with first-degree murder. I've been in shock ever since. Yeah, couldn't believe it. That, uh, and still don't. Just hope and pray that uh, she's not guilty. The Blevins say since Debbie's arrest, her loving husband, Mike, has been holed up in his home, apparently in a state of stunned disbelief. Very distraught, which he would be. He um, told me, he said, you know, she didn't do this. He's just so kind-hearted. I said, oh, absolutely. That's why this whole thing is so hard to believe. For Marlene That's Warren's right. parents, it's not hard to believe at all. It simply confirms their decades-old suspicion. I turned angry when I heard Mike had married uh, Sheila. Angry. Uh, remembering that she killed my daughter and he marries her. You know there's got to be something there. Wow. I mean, that is insane. Insane. Why would she dress up like a clown? Is that like a thing? Is that a thing? Maybe it was a thing back then, but holy shit. Now, I know that's 
it was a little long, but I was like, man, I got I, I wanted to I wanted to understand more because I didn't understand exactly how the crime came to be. And like, was she friends with them before this happened or or she, was she obsessed with him or like I was trying to figure out some other things. So really crazy, though. I mean, friggin murder. People are wild and and she's in every i don't think i have one mug shot where i'm smiling <laughs> no not one no nope. um i don't even know if i can find my mug shots i'm probably i'm pretty sure they're out there though and for my next one let's see what we got here bud light is uh well yeah they're going through a hit right now right <laughs> just an absolute hit i mean you hire a transgender person, then you put their face on the can, and then the whole entire country hates you, and then Kid Rock just blows your beer uh, uh, up. It blows it up. He blew, blew it up with an AK-47, I think it was. Absolutely hilarious. So now we're dealing with the fallout of Anheuser-Busch, Wall Street Journal Bud Light owner places two execs on leave after transgender influence backlash. Let's listen to this. And the Wall Street Journal reports two executives at Anheuser-Busch have been placed on leave after the company sponsored those Instagram posts of Dylan Mulvaney, who is a transgender influencer uh, who has millions of followers on Instagram and TikTok. So after these posts, Kid Rock, the musician, posted a video of <laughs> And as I said, many on the right called for a boycott of the company. Uh, uh, DeSantis was critical as well. So, so Governor, well, what do you think? I'm sorry. Are these okay. calls for a boycott of, of Bud Light coming from the right warranted? Well, if we step back and, and we just clearly recognize that the world of ESG uh, has gone way out of bounds from its or original idea. I mean, originally... Uh, ESG was focused on having sound environmental policies that are good for the environment and good for companies, ha having a recognition that a diverse thought uh, team built in order to represent the best problem solving was good and having world class governance. That's what ESG was. And it is it is migrated so deep out of bounds that we do see that companies by taking social positions are isolating, if, if not damaging uh, their customers and their brand. And so this is just the reality. And if and if we could just step back and get ESG back in the box where it belongs and, and not forcing people to make yep. a statement about the product they buy and whether they agree with it or don't. People just want to buy products that are solid oh, products that give them great services. The they want to be able to visit theme parks without making, yeah, without making a statement. And I think this is a big oh. moment for us to step <laughs> back and try to get common sense back into this arena that yeah. we have companies that make great products and provide great services and uh, we should allow them to do that. I don't know what ESG is. Uh, I might have to look it up or something, but I don't have time for that right now. But I do have to say that that spit on that guy's lip was so gross, and then he just gets it off, and I cringed a little bit there. But I also cringed for their advertisement. I cringed for all of this. I'm sorry. Anybody who is giving in to... Whatever is going on, it's only going to hurt your company. Because the, uh, the, and I'm, I'm, I'm trying, I'm, I don't really give a fuck, right? I, I really don't. Look, there's very little of you out there. 
just because there's so much noise, and I don't even know if there's that much noise on Twitter anymore because Twitter sucks, and the blue check marks are a fucking joke. Anybody can have them. So your voices are almost non-existent today, um, right? I feel like Twitter does not have the power that it used to, and no one's, no one's really listening to it as much as they once did because it just, it's not the same place. And I think that's Elon's goal is to just make it a place where, you know, the world doesn't take it seriously because you shouldn't. Um, and, and just like these big companies uh, giving into this 1% of the population, guess what? You got 99 other percent. You got 99% of the population that's not going to agree with you. Because technically, we don't really agree with a lot of this stuff. Now, if you feel a particular way and you want to do certain things, fantastic. Go ahead and do it. All right? If you're under the age of 18, well, that's too bad. You are what you are until you turn 18. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. No adult should go to prison for keeping them child, keeping their child from getting surgeries or medications or blockers or any of that. It shouldn't be even a thought in anybody's brain that they should be manipulating a child before they turn the age of 18 and make the decisions on themselves. And if they were smart enough, they would just wait until they were 25, until they were fully, de fully developed to make any changes to themselves, right? Because I don't think that they realize that they're irreversible. And that is a true statement because there's plenty of people out there who have done what I was just talking about and they're no longer here because they really regretted what they did because they didn't realize that they were too young to make the decision. Then they end up blaming the parents for allowing them to make the decision. So the parents are fucked either way, which is just not fair today. I used to fear my parents. Now the parents fear the kids. It's so ridiculous. But you as big companies can't be giving in to this 1%, right? Because that's not what the world is based off of. But if you feel a particular way and you want to be something else, you can pretend you are. You can do plastic surgery. You can get fake things put on or taken off. Still doesn't change your DNA. It doesn't change your structure. And I, it, it's the same with the pronouns and everything else. Look, I hear you. I get it. Just tell me your name and let's have a conversation. If I like you as a person, maybe all the rest of it can fall into place. But you can't shove this shit down people's throats and, and expect them to accept it when so many of us think that this... We think of it as a mental disease, right? And I get it. Some people feel a certain way. Some people feel another way. Some people like men. Men like men. Women like women. But guess what? If you've been a man all your life and you turn into a woman, you're still a man. And if you're a woman all your life and you turn into a man, well, realistically, you are still a woman. Now, while I call you 
a man, if you're a woman, no, I won't. I won't say anything anymore. That's where I stand. I don't say shit. I say hello, you're welcome. I don't say I don't say all the things I used to say now when I'm when I'm behind the counter. You know, I used to say all kind have a great day, okay, sir, okay, ma'am, do th- you know what I mean? Uh, um um, you know. But you know, I used to say, "Oh, she's right over there." I don't say any of those things anymore. Because I don't know what everybody's trying to be today, right? I have no idea. So, therefore, I keep it as plain and simple as I can. But if these companies keep doing these things, man, man, they're going to keep running into this. They're going to keep running into this because there's people out there that are bigger than you that feel a different way about this entire thing and where this society is going today. And, uh, well, Kid Rock proved it. He showed it right there. He took Anheuser-Busch, he took Bud Light, and he took a gun to it, and he, he took an AK-7, he took an AK-47 to it and blew it all up. And that really did get the message across because there was a million, two million, however many people that saw that and were like, absolutely. All I'm saying, you know, it's it's just a crazy world, and how, how are you supposed to just give in to a small number of people when, well, you've got a major, major population uh, feeding your income. <laughs> I mean, Anheuser-Busch, come on. Budweiser, Bud Light, Jesus Christ, that's like the beer in everybody's fridge. And you're going to go pull some shit like this? They're going to go, they're going to go somewhere else, you know? It's crazy. Crazy. What a way to cut your own throat. Of course you had to. Of course you had to uh, uh, let those guys go. You had you had no choice. And what does that tell you? Was it a bad decision? It's, I mean, I don't think it was overall a terrible decision, but I think it definitely um, caused a ripple for them. You know, I think Anheuser Bush is going to see some trouble in the future because of this. Uh, 10 fascinating theme parks that have forever closed. Uh, this is just quick pictures. I thought this was so creepy. Um, right. So you got the first one, uh, which is the Camelot theme park set in a leafy land, land, cashier countryside, the magic kingdom of Camelot resurrected tales of King Arthur and his Knights of the round table. Today it can be visited as part of the scare city. Uh, a walk-through horror experience, which, yeah, I mean, uh, these theme parks, anything abandoned, I really do uh, find quite interesting. This one's wild. Obviously, this is what used to be a roller coaster. I'm wondering if that's the original paint job or if somebody got really creative, but this is Berliner Spree Park in Germany, named for the nearby River Spree, the Berlin Park was operational from 1969 to 2001. The grounds are now a large public park with walking paths that lead to many of the disused rides. Oh man, I think this is Chernobyl, is it not? Nope, this is uh, this is in Japan. Nara Dreamland lo- in Japan, located on the northern outskirts of historic Japanese city 
of Nara. The park opened up in 1961. The park endured until 2006 and was a popular destination for urban explorers until demolition. I mean, it's just, it's so creepy. So that must be an upgraded ride because there's no way they had Pokemon back in 1961. They probably had this mountain thing. It looks like Splash Mountain, doesn't it? Oh, wait a minute. No, that's the, um, that's that, that thing you just sit on and go over the park slowly. Cypress Gardens in Florida. Members of Cypress Gardens Ski Show perform a pyramid as they pass the grad grandstands in 2003. The park closed in 2009 and was later of, absorbed into Legoland. So this park is now Legoland, Florida. Oh, interesting. Uh, this is this one's creepy. This one is. I mean, it's just a creepy picture, and this is this has got to be Ukraine, right? This has got to be Ukraine. That park looks so familiar from Chernobyl. Uh, Priapat Amusement Park, Ukraine. Oh, I got it. I got it. <laughs> nice. This, it, it looked very familiar from the documentary about uh, Chernobyl. Fucking wild. They put it in a dome and stuff. It is, it's a wild thing. Uh, the theme park was orphaned in 1986 following the Chernobyl meltdown just five kilometers, which is three miles away, which is not that far away. So super dangerous, high, high radiation. Construction of the park had just finished. A lot of that shit around there had just finished. And Pripyat never even had its grand opening because of the disaster. Wow. Wow. They never even got to open this thing? That's crazy. Um, Let's see. Jardin de Tivoli, France. Uh, one of the world's original theme parks, the Travoli Garden in Paris, was developed into public pleasure. Into a public pleasure park, in the 18th century, the park closed in 1842. An early victim of urban subdivision. So this was just a park where you went and fucked. Is that what that's saying? It was developed into a public pleasure park. So what, like dancing and games and shit like that? I bet you, I bet you they were all going there to fuck, fucking suck, right? I mean, come on, <laughs> pleasure. Oh my god, what's more pleasurable than that? I mean, obviously, hanging out, singing and dancing—that's way more pleasurable, of course. No, no, no of course. <laughs> this one's wild, huh? I love it. It's so neat. Look at the dragon. He's like climbing up onto this dome which you can obviously go up there and look out you could probably go up into there and look out and then it led out to the water um really really fascinating i'm gonna get this totally wrong on pr pronunciation uh ho mm, hoi thy tian it's vietnam a giant concrete dragon that once housed in an aquarium continues to stand guard over uh, a lake that was once the centerpiece of Ho Tu Tain water park near Hu. Uh, <laughs> the park was only open intermediately. What? Between 2004 and 2011. Really? 
See, that's crazy. Now I want to know why, but I'm not going to get into any of that. If you want to know, I think they're in the description and everything. It, it, it goes on and on. It probably explains why they closed. Um, then you got Miami, Mima Land, uh, Malaysia, located on the outskirts of Kulua Lumpur in miniature land. In miniature land? Oh, Mia Land. Oh, it's okay. Okay. So the, uh, 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 not the definition, but the um, translation for Mima Land is miniature land. Um, was active from 1975 to 1994, considered the first theme park in South A- Southeast Asia. It featured an artificial lake, huge swimming pool with giant water slides, and a prehistoric animal kingdom. And now, it looks like a fucking abandoned piece of poop. Holy shit. They're so creepy. Every, I don't know what it is about this older stuff that creeps me out. Here we go. Six Flags, New Orleans, Louisiana. An enduring victim of Hurricane Katrina. Holy shit. Yeah, Katrina Katrina was brutal. Uh, This Louisiana theme park was open for just five years before the grounds were flooded by six feet of water. In March of this year, the city of New Orleans announced plans to revamp the site into a multi-use entertainment complex. Yeah, I don't think that's ever happening. Well, of this year? So they're telling us 2023. So it is possible that they could go back there and do something with it. But what are you going to revamp? It was flooded, right? I mean, once it's flooded, it's over. I mean, you 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 got to tear everything down, don't you? I figured you would. I figured a flood, all the concrete and stuff that was, you know, uh, in, in the ground. Now all that ground got soft. And then you pull all the water out. And I don't know, I'm just thinking about, like, my plants. When I water my plants over and over and over again, and yes, I do understand that they're eating up and consuming the nutrients in the dirt, but you actually watch the dirt. Like, if, if, if the root is here, and this is the top of the dirt line, you eventually watch the dirt fall. And then you got to pack it down. It shrinks around the sides. So eventually you have to pull that dirt, you have to refill it and repack it in and make it nice and tight again because it's all loose. So I would think that you would have to level this place because you got concrete in the ground, water came in, washed the dirt out, and now the concrete, I mean, it's not going to be as stable. A lot of things aren't going to be as stable, right? So maybe they will be able to uh, do something with it. I thought it was wild to see a six fucking flags, man. A Six Flags abandoned. I mean, only open for five years. And now the last one is Yongma Land in South Korea. Yongma Land in Seoul, uh, active from 1980 to 2011. That's a good stretch. That's 31 years. Is one of the few abandoned theme parks where visitors have to pay a small admission fee, 10,000 won, rather than sneaking inside. So wait a minute, there's still somebody sitting there charging people to get into an amusement park that you can no longer use? What? 
So for what? The last 12 years? They've been charging people 10,000 won to get in there and go walk around and check out the spookiness and the creepiness of the abandoned amusement park. I love this type of stuff. It's creepy. It's interesting. It's what I want to talk about. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Let's see. This is the Tomahawk Energy um, 2023. Now... Nuclear fusion is pretty big right now. All of this stuff is crazy. I don't understand any of it. So I'm hoping for a little bit of clarity from this video. We're on a mission to generate clean grid ready fusion energy in the 2030s. Protecting the planet and ensuring energy securing for all. Our approach combines two world leading technologies. The compact spherical tokamak and a high temperature superconducting HTS magnets. Here's what we've achieved so far. A world record 100 million degrees Celsius plasma temperature in a compact spherical tokamak. That must be this thing here. Oh, look at that. The threshold for commercial fusion energy. The highest triple product plasma density temperature in confinement time of any private fusion company a growing team of over 250 talented individuals that's pretty cool with the world leading scientific engineering and commercial capabilities 70 families of patients and 250 million dollars investment has been raised 70, fam- 70 families of patents and $250 million investment raised. Our fusion pilot plant will demonstrate net electrical power in, two th- in the 2030s. Paving the way for globally deployable, clean, secure, and affordable fusion energy. I don't know. I feel like this could be an issue as well. Tokamak energy. Well, I'll be honest with you. I don't know about this stuff. I think it's crazy. I like nuclear energy. I feel like it's one of the best energies that we have thus far. Even though Germany shut down all of their nuclear power plants. I don't know. What the fuck do they do with that now? What happens to those nuclear power plants? How do you get rid of them? How do you get rid of the waste? What are you doing? I didn't think you could shut them down. So now what do you do? How are they conducting all their energy right now? Are they doing this nuclear fusion stuff? I have no idea. It is just insane to me. I can't understand how it's going to work because I can't understand how it's going to fail, right? I really do believe that, like, we're getting into the middle of something that's it's probably going to be great, right? It's probably going to be great. But what happens when it malfunctions? What happens? What is the outcome of a nuclear power fusion failing? What happens? 
So far, I haven't heard anything. I just keep hearing about how great it is and how this is going to help everything and make everything better and easier and cleaner. But no one's talking about what the outcome of a failure, you know? And it worries me. I just get worried. I'm like, hey, shit fails. Shit fails all the time. So are we prepared for it? Are we thinking of it? And what happens if it gets to the point where we can't stop it and it blows up? Because we already know what will happen with a nuclear power plant, right? We know what happens. Um, it's, 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 it's awful. It's absolutely awful. It ruins everything around it. It's, it's brutal. And we're talking for millions of years. Millions of years. And, I mean, what happens when this thing fails? Is it just the end of the planet? You know? Is it three times a nuclear bomb? I don't know. I don't know. I wish I wish I could find a little bit more information on that. Um, so, I got to feel my age. Uh, I think this was like, well, now it would be three, four weeks ago. Um, that, uh, Jerry Springer has passed on, I couldn't believe it. He died Thursday on his, in his home and this was published April 27th. So yeah, I think we're about almost, almost four weeks, almost four weeks. Um, but I wanted to play this because I used to watch this when I was a teenager. This was the hot shit. This is where you watched all the fights. This is where you watch the, 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 the guy come on. Oh, this ain't my baby. And then all of a sudden she's like, and they do, they do the test and she's like, yes, it is. I told you it was Darnell. And you know what I mean? And just like, so when I saw that he had passed, I was like, oh my God, that's so crazy that like, I grew up watching Jerry Springer. It was a hot, hot talk show back in the day this is like back in the day of arsenial um and there was one other one um that we used to really watch a lot um but man it was just it, it made me feel my age jerry springer one of the most controversial hosts in tv history has died springer hosted the jerry springer show for 27 years the raucous show became a ratings favorite thanks to its outrageous guests crazy fights and the popularity of its host, who the audience <laughs> famously cheered on with chants of Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. The yeah. show became so popular in the late 90s, it even topped Oprah's ratings in several cities. Before he made his name on TV, he served as mayor of Cincinnati in 1977. The Jerry Springer show went off the air in 2018, but he continued to wow, work. really? His last TV appearance came on last season's The Masked Singer, and according to a family spokesperson, Jerry had been diagnosed with cancer a few months ago. Jerry Springer was 79. It's just crazy. I can't believe I can't believe he died. I can't believe that show lasted until 2018. I mean, I stopped watching it, you know, in the probably the middle of the 2000s, but I just tell you, it made me feel old. It really did. I was like, man, all the people that I grew up with are starting to die. Um, and now let's watch this. This is so funny. So, here we go. <laughs> there he is. 
<laughs> Look at him. Look at the little sloth. He's so cute. But it was just a little sloth. Uh, they were getting ready to obviously roll that uh, spaceship, rocket. What? It's a spaceship, I think, right? I don't know. I don't know. It's a rocket with something on it, probably a satellite or something, um, to shoot off into space. But then you just see the little sloth poking up and getting in front of the camera. Hey. I thought it was cute. I still think it's cute. And I still uh, I think it's a great way to bring this podcast to an end today. So um, let me uh, just thank everybody as always. Um, I'm so glad to have you all here with me. Um, thank you for subscribing. Thank you to the new subscribers for uh, coming along for the ride. Uh, welcome. Go check out past episodes. Go check out past guests. Um, they're great. Give them a thumbs up. Um, and... Um, you know, it's a, it's, it, this has been a lot of hard work, so I really do thank you all uh, very much. And if you're new, hey, remember, just hit that subscribe button, all right? This is free for you. It's not free for me to do. So go ahead and click, smash, stomp on that subscribe button before you, before you check out, all right? Um, it's the most important thing you can do for me, um, and, and, and I just appreciate everybody who does. So go ahead, click that subscribe button today. And, of course, if you want to get involved with the podcast, T-A-L-K-I-N with Topher at gmail.com. Official email of the podcast is talkingwithtopher at gmail.com. Um, go ahead and send your story. Again, type, video, audio. Doesn't matter. Just keep the videos and audios under 60 seconds because I'll reach out to you. Um, and send them over to T-A-L-K-I-N with Topher at gmail.com. That's talkingwithtopher at gmail.com. Go ahead. Send your emails. I'm waiting. All right? Can't wait to hear your stories. And don't forget about the link tree, all right? Click this link tree. It's in the description below the video, all right? You can send it to friends. You can send it to whoever you want. You can share. It's an easy way to share this podcast with everybody you know. So go ahead, copy, share, click it. Go check out the social. Go check out all the uh, uh, podcast platforms, all right? It's everywhere you can get your podcasts at. Um, Spotify right now has episode 150, uncut, available. Um, that's the one that got docked by YouTube. But you can get access to all of these things right here by clicking this link tree. All right? It's going to give you access to everything. TWT. And with all that being said, I just want to say enjoy your Thursday. Have a great rest of your weekend. And as always... I will talk to you later.